Welcome to Count Creepyhead Saturday Morning Monster Mash Blah! <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to episode 63. We had 63 already. Yeah, 63 yep. of Count Creepyhead's Saturday Morning Monster Mash. Guess I have had 63 wives. Blah. <laughs> we have a longstanding tradition on the show where we kind of come up with the title as some sort of inside joke to something we say on the show. Where, like, I'll say fudgy bottoms. And we'll be like, oh, what a great title for the show. I'm telling you guys right off the bat, right now, episode 63 is titled Hashtag Save Modi. Because we're <laughs> going to take it upon ourselves to save the Attorney of Moat Monster. You know why? Because Josh, Count Creepy himself, started a viral trend. Hashtag Save well, Modi. To be fair, I didn't start it. I just jumped on the bandwagon. But mine is is one of many many Modi memes I have seen actually like spread out past the master's Facebook group. All right. Well, I'm going to take this opportunity to say welcome to all of the ones and twos of new listeners we've gotten from the Facebook group, because I'm going to plug it on the Facebook group. Uh, if you haven't listened before, we're a podcast with three adult man children that have very demented sense of humor, senses of humor. Yeah. Horrible English skills. And uh, we like, you know, talking about poop jokes and Dracula and, you know, monster toys. Just buckle up. You'll be fine. How's everybody doing? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty Full good. Full of bees. I'm going to start off with a hot topic. Mike, how was your art show? Uh, way better than I expected. Um, I figured with it being so... Uh, like such short notice because it was kind of a quick turnaround for us. Um, and with it being in October, I just assumed we wouldn't have a great turnout because everybody's busy in October. Um, but yeah, we had it was it was constant. We ended up staying open later. Um, we were originally going to close shop at nine. We didn't close up until about 10 o'clock because we still had people coming in. So we were just like, screw it. You know, th those of us that were sticking around anyway, we're like, eh, might as well stay open longer. Um yes. But yeah, no, we had a we had a really fun time. I um sold quite a bit. Um I think I only have yeah, I have one painting left. Um so there will be someone out there with a ghost painting that says when you sleep I touch your butt. Uh, <laughs> they they will have that in their house somewhere. Um we almost bought it. But That's I was awesome. like <laughs> we can buy a bunch of small stuff or we can buy like a big thing. And we knew that Zoe would want either one, but we weren't sure she had the wall space mm -hmm. for when you sleep, I touch your butt. And then Teresa's was like, you know, as cool as that is, maybe we can convince Mike to one day paint a picture of a ghost's butt cheeks. <laughs> of like ghost butt. And I was like, all right, we'll wait. And then also I was like, we got to spread out 
the cash that we brought and buy something from everybody that we can. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so also I got to show up at um, Blamo. I didn't think I could make it uh, because it was uh, Teresa and I's anniversary. And uh, normally for like our date nights, we don't have anything to do. Mm-hmm. It's like we'll go to Applebee's and then we're like, what do you want to do? Like we don't have anywhere to go or anything to do because, um, you know, we've got to get back. Because the babysitter can only stay so long. But Teresa was like, let's go to Blamo. And I was like, are you are you kidding me right now? Are you, are you <laughs> fucking with me? And she's like, no, no, no. Let's uh, let's go check it out. So I got done work early and we just like shot right to Buffalo. Um, and it was like a who's who of Red Pantheon people. Yep. <laughs> which was cool. Um, Notably never... absent were uh, myself and Josh Strasberg. Yeah. Yes. And. I was going to comment, I never know what to do in the situations where it's like, I talk to you all the time on the internet, now we're in person. Right. And it's like, uh, hi, I'm awkward. You know, like, I don't know what to, to fucking say. I don't know an icebreaker. Um, Matt LeMay is one big son of a bitch. Hey, hey he's, he's a tall dude. I, I wasn't expecting, like... Uh, like Michael Myers vibes, but I told her, I was like, wow, this man could choke me with his bare hands. He's <laughs> a big motherfucker. <laughs> and like super cool. Also, mm-hmm. um, I got to meet the Caleb finally in person, other than like, I want to drop something off at your porch and he's like lurking and I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> you should be. <laughs> as um, you with all children. <laughs> but then as soon as I was like, Hey, I'm the guy that left stuff on your porch. He's like, Oh, Hey. And like, he lit up like a light bulb. Um, he heard electronics and he was like, "Wee!" Yeah, and then I said, "Like, do you want a 3D printer?" And he was like, "What?" <laughs> um, and my wife thinks he's fucking adorable because my wife has a thing for chubby children. Sorry, <laughs> no, no, he, 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 take yeah. offense to that. No, nope. she, she was like, you know, she was like, "Oh my god, he's so cute!" And I was like, "Back off, that's creepy." <laughs> um, no, not at all. And then everybody else, it was like, I think I know who that is. But if I'm wrong, it's creepy. It, so well, I, I didn't say anything. Tara was running around. Um, she had the skull face paint on. I was pretty sure that was Tara. Uh, I met the other Strasburg brother. Um, oh, Justin. The, yep. The funny thing is, I, I didn't even have to, like, check to see if that was Tara in the skull makeup. Instantly, I saw it, and I was like, that's Tara. Yep. <laughs> well, like, we saw her loading stuff in. We got there, like. 20 minutes early and we're kind of just waiting and i was like i think that's tara and my wife's like who's tara you know i'm like no that's 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 mike's uh i called her your apprentice <laughs> i mean it's not inaccurate like she's she's referred to herself as that a few times so i, I like, usually say she's my sister from another mister like i kind of had to fudge some details um but I was like, yeah, Mike, uh, you know, he's a little bit older and they did some apprentice art stuff together. And now they like collaborate all the time. She's like, oh, that's cool. But I don't want to be like, are you Tara? And have her be like, no, I'm Kevin. <laughs> you know. So uh, and I think your wife was there. Yeah, she was running around somewhere. <laughs> I, like I, every time I turned around, she was she was talking to somebody else. So and your mom. Yep. My mom did uh, some of the artwork that was next to mine. Yes, so Teresa oh, wanted to awesome. buy the painting of the trick-or-treaters, but we were running out of money. Oh, uh, yeah, and that was already sold, too, so. 
okay, and then great. That's all that yeah. matters. It was long story short, it was fucking awesome. Thank you. It was great. Yeah. It was super cool. I, um, I'm hoping to bring back our uh, Blamo proper because uh, this we were referring to this as 9.5 only because it was such a, a hurried event um, that we didn't get to do our normal planning. Uh, so our official 10th Blamo, our, our our 10th anniversary Blamo, we're hoping to have it this summer. Um, right now, the the working title is Blamo Forever, and it's just going to be like everyone do whatever the hell you want to do. So no real theme. Um, okay. But we're going to try to have uh, we're looking to get food trucks outside. There's actually going to be a burlesque show in the evening um, down in like the the second, like the lower floor of the gallery. Um, it's there's going to be a lot of like live entertainment and stuff, as well as a crap ton of artists, because there was like a good 12 artists that would normally be participating that we couldn't get because it was such a short turnaround. So, I mean, we did get some newbies like I was able to recruit a few people that haven't done a blamo with us. And um, just people that I like their art, like uh, Rihanna, and she was in the front with the watercolor. She had like the um, the watercolor flowers and the crow and the cat and all that. Um, I actually met her through uh, through Terrors. Her and her husband Ricky do uh, Getting Scared Away. It's a uh, another horror podcast locally, uh, really fun podcast. Um, but yeah, so she was she was a newbie to this year, and so hopefully she'll continue on. And then we had Desiree, who is uh, another uh, Terrors regular who also listens to the Boogeyman's Closet. Um, she did, like, the paintings with the little skulls and then the eyeballs. Um, so, yeah, we got a few new people, and uh, hopefully the one in the, the I summer. I have skulls with little eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Um, hopefully this summer we'll have a, a much bigger show. It, it should be both floors. So it's going to be crazy. Well... It, it was fucking cool. Thank and you. If, if I can come, I will be there. I made hopefully... floors. <laughs> Josh, all you had to do was drive two days without sleeping. I know, right? And you could have. I know. Come on, you you could have packed yourself in a crate and and sent yourself, you know, one night shipping. I could have. I could have. Put like a little hamster bottle of of water, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, FedEx and have you there at the end of the night. I'm just picturing me going to the side and... (laughs) (laughs) Good times. Uh, So, you guys watched Halloween Ends. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you guys, if you don't want spoilers, turn it off. And come back in like five minutes, or fast forward like five minutes. Uh, I have no fucking desire to see it. I'll watch it at some point. Is I it saw, as bad as they say it is? I saw the best meme about it, and I feel like it describes it perfectly. Is that the Rob Zombie wants an apology meme? No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I stole that from you. It, this this is a, like, it, it definitively ends, I'm putting With that in Michael quotes. going into a wood chipper. Yes, yes. Um, and I mean, I, it, oh, I no, was, go ahead. I was going to say that looked cool. <laughs> But that's I will it. I will stand by what I said to you guys. I feel like that leaves it perfectly open to continue the the saga on in the most ridiculous and wonderful way possible. Uh, you know, someone eats a Michael dog. Yes. Uh, with ground up bits of Myers in it. It's it's not an Oscar Meyer. It's a Michael Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> 
That took me a second to get that. And then, uh, <laughs> and then you know, it just uh, the 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 evil is continued through the person that ate the tainted Michael Myers hot dog. Yeah, I I don't know. I they'll wait I, a few years and they'll bring it back. Yeah, and oh, yeah. it's gonna be like Godzilla, where it's gonna be like this happened, but this didn't happen, and blah blah blah. Whatever. Well, they they already did that twice in this franchise. I mean, they did that in Halloween H two O, where they're like. We can't make sense of the Thorn trilogy, so hand waves, Guys, that never happened. You know what it's time for? What's that? It's time to bring Michael back as a shark. <laughs> Dude, I couldn't believe it when Jamie was saying that. I was like, um, Josh already said that. Yeah, that <laughs> is this, one of the funniest. Does she you... listen to the Boogeyman's Closet? <laughs> Maybe. If anybody wants to know what we're referring to, Josh made a joke in an episode of Boogeyman's Closet that Michael Myers is essentially Jaws. And then Jamie Lee Curtis in an interview says the exact same fucking thing. Yep. Like the exact same thing. Like word for fucking word. Yeah, it's awesome and funny. And I guess the real question would be, let's say the next movie's three or four years from now. Safe bet? Mm, Yeah. Two to four. Right. Yeah. Uh, will Jamie Lee Curtis need money <laughs> and come back yet again, or is she going for good this time? I'm gonna I say she's gone for good this time. I I hope so because it's like I don't think we can do another Jamie versus Michael. Like I just don't feel like there's there's enough there anymore. H2O, I thought they did it perfectly. Um, and then the the reboot, the 2018 reboot, I was very happy with the, you know, Laurie Strode versus Michael scene in that movie. That that was an awesome Laurie versus Michael. Yeah, this one if, was shit. If they had left it at that, I would have been perfectly fine with it. Yeah, same. I feel like the other problem with this is that this was not a three movie idea. I feel like they had to pack this film with a bunch of filler and a bunch of random shit that didn't make sense to the other two movies just to kind of stretch it out into three movies. I feel like you could have cut out about 20 minutes of evil dies tonight in the last movie and packed in the final confrontation from this movie into Halloween kills and ended it there. That would have worked. How about just like a fun slasher movie featuring Michael Myers? Why the fuck do we need all this pathos? Like, I feel like, the difference between the Halloween franchise and the Friday the 13th franchise mm-hmm. is that the Friday the 13th franchise knows that it's shit and doesn't take itself too <laughs> seriously. Therefore, it's fun. Yep. Halloween, for whatever reason, keeps on insisting that it's the most serious fucking thing in the world. And it fails because of that. And yeah. the only times where I feel like it's successful is where it does it the first time, mm-hmm. where it completely deviates off path in part three, or the ones where it's having fun, like part four and H2O. Right. The rest are just forgettable because they're so fucking serious where it's like the concept in itself is just ludicrous. You've got to have fun with it or it doesn't fucking work. You can be serious once, but then you got to it's got to be fun or you have no story. Right. You're not going to have a story. That wasn't ludicrous in the movie. Okay. Yes, it was Buster Rhymes (laughs) and LL Cool J. And like that one is funny because it's horrible. Mm-hmm. Not on purpose. Like it, it 
wants to be this serious fucking movie featuring Buster Rams as his ass kicking reality TV producer that whatever. Halloween. Every t- every time he says trick or treat motherfucker, I lose it. Yeah. Like every time I've watched that movie, like I could just watch that scene and be happy because it was hilarious. I personally watch it for Starbuck. <laughs> but, you know, I, I do have to say, I know we got to move on from this, but I, I do have to say that the problem, I think, also lies with the fan base, um, because like like you said, Mike, well, no, it, it no, but what I'm saying is the whole idea of taking it too seriously, because when sometimes when these legacy movies try to go, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do something wacky as hell. The fan base revolt when they take it too seriously, because every time a franchise has tried to deviate from that, like serious nature or like taking itself seriously, a lot of times fans revolt. Look at Freddy's Dead. That movie was wacky. I mean, it had fucking Looney Tunes kills in it and and it did piss poor when it first came out. It has Mm -hmm. since found its market. But, you know, same same thing with Jason X. I remember telling so many people how good Jason X was, and they were like, it's Jason in space, fuck you. Like, it, just did not like it. Jason and X it's, is the best. I agree. Like, it's, again, it, it took years to find its audience. But now, look at the newest Texas Chainsaw Massacre. A lot of people hate that movie because it's so freaking irreverent and doesn't give a shit about the rest of the franchise. It just does whatever the hell it wants. And I personally liked it for that. Like, I thought it was freaking ridiculous in the best way possible. Like, yeah, is it my favorite chainsaw? Absolutely not. Do I have fun watching it? Hell yeah. yeah. So, you know, I I like it when it, when that happens. And I know, like, you do as well. But there's a lot of fans out there that are like, man, you, I don't like change. So, guys, I had a funny story about having to poop at a birthday party. I think I'll leave that out. <laughs> <laughs> um... I'll say this. I went to a kid's birthday party at a, a very nice park in Rochester. And um, as I like to allude to, I have severe lactose intolerance and I had some greasy pizza. I thought one slice would be OK. And like within two minutes of it being in my digestive system, I wanted to fucking explode and die. So I was oh, like, no. well, these this park is so nice. They have like indoor bathrooms. They were all like bolted shut with like they were welded closed. You couldn't get in them. And they had porta potties. And I was like, Christ, no. All right, fine. Ran to the porta potty, and both of them were full of diapers. Oh, God. Which oh, is no. like, other than like body parts, I can't think of what would be a worse thing to have in a porta potty. So I had to get in the car and drive 15 miles back to the city to find a bathroom. And then when I got in the bathroom, uh, I was at a Barnes and Noble, which if you want a clean bathroom, Barnes and Noble is your place to go. Uh, there was a father in there with his daughter who had to go to the bathroom and I couldn't in good conscience, like open <laughs> the gates of hell. Oh, and scare that child for life. And basically the kid was just like taking her sweet time. So like the funny story is like me crippled in pain, like scratching at the wall, like a werewolf waiting for this guy to wrap up with his kids <laughs> so I could go in the bathroom. <laughs> oh anyway, God. Uh, let's see. Jump- werewolf. Yeah, that's right. The Breakfast Werewolf. Uh, don't eat Salvatore's pizza if you live in Rochester, if you want to live. Let's, <laughs> I'm going to jump into the plugs right now. Just stick with the good old garbage plate. Yes. If, <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> um, plug time. Mike, what's going on with Boogeyman's Closet? Uh, well, we're about to wrap up our uh, our month of Frankenstein features. 
Uh, after this episode is wrapped up, I'll be posting episode 159, which is May. And uh, then we will be covering Rocky Horror uh, as the last movie of the month. But we still have our Frankenstein special for Halloween. We're going to cover the uh, Universal Classic. And then we're, we'll be taking a break. Uh, November is our break month. So we'll be back in December with uh, Christmas Horror Round 3. Yay, I love Christmas Horror. Woo! Um, anything going on with Race by Rentals? Uh, yeah, um, I know we just dropped our uh, Freddy and Jason episode, and um, I know we have, uh, I believe we have another rant. Oh, hello. What was that? That's the Zoe monster. Oh. She's friends oh. with Modi. It's my daughter. Uh, she got a little cute panda bear and a gumball machine and wanted me to give it a kiss before she goes to Girl Scouts. Sorry, rental uh, rants? No worries. Uh, yeah, we have, uh, I know we have another rental rant. Um, and then we are going to tackle for our Halloween special, uh, trying to make sense of the Thorn trilogy from Halloween. So um, I have some ideas, but yeah. <laughs> if you guys want to laugh your ass off, your best episode to date is your slasher camp. <laughs> Freddy and Jason buddy comedy where you guys plan out a whole franchise and it's the funniest damn thing in the world. <laughs> Some of the jokes you guys have in there <laughs> of Jason knitting sweaters. Um, again, I don't want to like take this too far into horror movie territory uh, because you know the purpose of this episode is to be kind of Motu centric. Modi, <laughs> Modi, I mean, Modi. It, it is it is spoopy season, so you know. But yeah, it uh, awesome. Listen to it. Look by <laughs> raised for you know raised by rentals anywhere podcasts are. You'll you'll have a blast. Uh, we've also got, I want Modi. everybody, Modi, save Modi. I want you to stop everything you're doing right now and order 15 attorneys. <laughs> Sell blood, remortgage your house, start an OnlyFans, do whatever you have to do. You don't have room for them, but get them anyways. For Modi, the fate of Modi rests in your hands. Well, if don't you have let him die. If you have 15 of them, you could kind of build a house with that. You could. Yeah, that's true. Um, you could build your own coffin out of attorney pieces. It would be pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> I want shelter yourself in attorney for the winter. I want everybody to go on Facebook and look up Matthew LeMay, L-A-M-A-Y, and look at some of his artwork. I think he has links to his Etsy on his Facebook profile. Mm-hmm. Uh, tis the season. You want some awesome artwork? His prints are kick-ass. On top of that, Mike, you have an Etsy, right? I do. Uh, it's just, just Mike Alvarez art. Yeah. Great artwork. And it's kind of like, what do I get this person for Christmas? Art. Art is a great gift. And Indeed. it's like, you can only buy so many Funko Pops. And like, novelty t-shirts. But artwork is super cool. And LeMay's got like, the whole gamut of just kind of like, franchise horror stuff. In his own original artwork. And Mike, you've got like, you're on like the cuter, more accessible end of things. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's like your, Hall- your Halloween decorations, your ghosts. Um, I think like your stuff is more for women and kids. Yeah. The May stuff is for like the hardcore collector. Honestly, yeah. No, my, my, uh, my main buyers at conventions and shows are, are usually women and kids. I, I, I've said cutesy creepy is my bread and butter. 
Yeah. Uh, Teresa saw your stuff and was like, oh, my God. And <laughs> then I was out 45 bucks. Um, Which, by the way, as, did, I, did you guys order a bat as well? I can't remember. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'll get it from you whenever. No big deal. Um, as, as our good friend Anakin Skywalker would describe it, it's not just the men, but the women and the children. <laughs> That's right. Um, also, check out Coffin Dreams LLC for more cool artwork and accessories like pins, jewelry, things like that. Uh, again, great for gifting. And it's like, if you don't know what to get people, I say go independent artists and you'll get a lot more mileage for your gifts. And uh, hey, I hear, I hear a rumor that uh, there might be uh, some sort of Pikmin's release mid-November. I've heard that, too. I don't want to get people chomping at the bit and frothing just yet. But I've heard that the cauldrons are bubbling. I, the, the, the rumor is the, that uh, for a split second, it was considered to release something around Halloween. Uh, and then someone, <laughs> me, realized I wouldn't be here the week after Halloween to work on anything. So I pushed it back. It's coming. Don't worry. Uh, this is good because there's a lot of like independent art Halloween releases that you might be like, you might need that week or two to like recoup financially. And then Josh will be there to kind of catch you that trust fall and stick his hand in your pocket. Take your money <laughs> just in time for Christmas. That's right. Uh, and Josh ships like the next day. So it's totally cool. Um, guys, you want to do some show and tell of all the awesome toys we got? Indeed. Uh, I always go first. How about we change it up with Josh? Uh, you know, mine is going to be pretty quick this week. Because uh, I really, really only got one noteworthy thing. Uh, I got the 40th anniversary He-Man. Which, uh, you know, at first I, I wasn't crazy about it. Especially, like, the, the pictures don't do it justice at all. Don't mm-hmm. go by the pictures. Uh, it actually looks really nice in hand. Uh, I would, you know, I know the big thing is like Masterverse isn't classics, but it's probably the closest thing to a classics He-Man that will be released at retail. And it's really nice. I love that he can do the sword pose. Uh, and hey, I picked him up for what, like 14 bucks when Target had him on sale? Yep. Yeah, that that's definitely worth it. Which even better... I actually got him with the amount that Target refunded me from Hordak and She-Ra because they put them on sale like three days after I bought them. Nice. And it took like no effort. I just like did the Target help chat and they were like, oh, yeah, no problem. Just give us the order numbers and we can take care of that. So that was nice. So essentially, you know, I got him free. That's nice. You know, the only thing I've seen, like, I've held him, looked at him a lot. What's bugging me about him is there's, like, a different skin tone with his head and his body. And really, uh, that's, my, like, my only complaint. It it kind of, un, I hate to say this, but it's it's kind of a varies from figure to figure because of the deco. Mine is pretty close. Uh, no, and, because I've seen pictures of some that the skin tone is really off. Uh, and I've seen others that it's like a dead on match. 
So it's it's just a matter of Deco and QC. But and honestly, better than most of the targets I've been to have had at least 10. See, I actually, all of my targets got them in and then instantly sold them out. And uh, it's one of the first times I can say that for the Masterverse, so uh, I'm not going to complain about that. Yay, Masterverse actually selling something out instead of sitting around on the shelves. Hey, I mean, I've seen a lot of the stores roll out some collector stuff for like October, November with Shira Hordak. The Rulers of the Sun 3-pack and uh, the new He-Man. Just being out and about today, I did not see any of the new stuff people are finding in um, alleys. People are finding that um, Jitsu wave with, like, Sorceress and the uh, the beige... um, Stratos. Stratos. Mm. Because I was like, I need a Sorceress, I'll get it for Ollie's prices. But uh, what I have been seeing is the the Snake Attack animated set for full price at Ollie's for some reason, and uh, regular unflocked Panthor. That seems to be like a wide release everywhere, but I haven't been as lucky to find the other stuff people have found in random Ollie's. Doesn't mean it's not coming to the Northeast, um, but I definitely haven't seen it yet. It seems like all the fun stuff we're getting is like girls' toys. So it's like if you want a lot of LOLs, that's what the Northeast got. But everybody else, you know, got the cool He-Man shit, unfortunately. Um, Mike, what'd you get? Uh, didn't get a lot. I got the um, <clears throat> Reaction uh, G.I. Joe Bat, which is freaking awesome. Uh, I want like three more of them. <laughs> like they're just really fun. The uh, the hands, you know, the hand swap is perfect. Um, nothing feels fragile on him. He feels very durable, you know, very much like, a, you know, an old school action figure should feel. And I, I adore him. The details are gorgeous on him. Um, even like his, his, you know, gun in the holster, like it fits perfectly. You know, there's no, no trouble getting it in or out. Like there have been on some other reaction figures. It's just a perfect figure. Um, then I got the studio series ratchet from uh, transformers the little tiny one uh he's a lot of fun like i i really like the little three inch uh transformers because they're super easy to transform back and forth and i find myself like watching tv and fiddling with them just changing it back and forth um it's like a fun fidget toy but he's a he's a cool little cool little robot and i really really dig that one i'm hoping that they keep that that wave going with the little versions of the transformers um, and then finally, I got the Rulers of the Sun three pack with uh, Pighead, Space Sumo, and Sunman. And um, I gotta say, I was not expecting Space Sumo and Sunman to have the exact same head, just repainted. <laughs> once, Apparently, once, that is very true to the vintage. See, I didn't know that because, like, I took off space because again, I didn't have any of the vintage ones, but I took off Sunman or uh, Space Sumo's head wrap, and I was like, hey, wait a second, <laughs> he, he looks just like Sunman. But uh, I love them. They're they're really fun figures. Uh, the the freaking pig head character is just badass. I love that figure. And yeah, I just I can't say enough good about the Motu Origins line. Like I just I've yet to be disappointed by one of those figures. See, even though he isn't actually you know part of Motu or Origins, mm. uh, I I consider Pighead the one of the grown up members of the Pig Boy race. Mm. Oh yeah. He's, keep, he's a cool figure. 
I keep hoping that, you know, because they're willing to do Sunman, that they branch off into other crazy spinoff Masters Universe stuff and make um, Baltar my favorite I mean, knockoff Sunman female character. Sunman can only last so long. Yeah, and right. like, at the rate they're going, they're going to be done with Origins sooner than later. So it's like, if I don't know what their plan is. Um, I can you know. I can shed a light on that from the rumors that are going around. What is going around the rumor mill, Josh? Uh, what's going around the rumor mill is uh, following the rise of the Snake Men. Twenty twenty four will be Powers of Grayskull. Oh, okay. I like so. That. Yeah, take take uh, uh, imagine that for what you. Imagine that being what you will, but it definitely has basis in the vintage, so or what they wanted to do with vintage. All right, I, I'm excited about that. Um, you know, Hero would be cool, Eldor, uh, and all those concept characters if they can keep the line going. I'm totally down with that. Um, <clears throat> well, they did uh, apparently because uh, they I don't know if you guys have seen it, but they did show off the concept art for uh, the attorney box art mm-hmm. and hero and Eldor are on. it. I was nice. honestly expecting them as stretch goal figures. So oh, that would piss the fans off. Yeah. Um, but it didn't happen. But I could I was just picturing it. Eldor in particular, I was like that. He seems like he would fit, but. I like what they've chose. Um, like Modi, save Modi. I, uh, on a hunch, and some internet rumors, people were saying that Macy's, their built-in Toys R Us stores, that a lot of the Macy's stores have been getting now, uh, have really competitive pricing. So a lot of their stuff is 20% off, and their prices are regular retail. It's not like jacked up like you think it would be. And people are saying like they've got new waves of everything that they sell. So I went and checked it out and I found the newest Disney plus wave of Marvel legends. So this is the wave with moon Knight, she Hulk, uh, Kamala Khan, um, Sharon Carter. Yeah. And that's it. So there's like two moon Knights, Mr. Knight and moon Knight, and they build the infinity gauntlet Ultron. And I got them. So if you sign up for their, uh, mailing service, you get a coupon so I had 20% off, which brought them down to like 19 bucks, And then I got another 20% off the purchase, which was essentially like a free figure for this entire Build-A-Figure wave that initially I didn't even want the whole wave. I was just going to get like She-Hulk and Moon Knight. But then I was like, yeah, they're cheap and it was compulsive. So I just bought them anyways. Um, and I combined that with Target.com had the entire controller Build-A-Figure wave, which was like a entire comic book wave. Uh the main star of that line would be Speedball from the New Warriors. Yeah. And it builds a Kirby character, the controller. Uh, the rest are kind of like a better version of U.S. Agent. Um, a lot of just like not that exciting characters. Because uh, I can only remember Speedball and U.S. Agent for whatever fucking reason. Um, oh, Quake was a character. Another Iron Man. Uh, Thor, Galactus, uh, Herald of Galactus. Etc. Etc. The point being, I'm kind of burnt out on Marvel Legends. They haven't spread these releases out. They do like two at once, and it's fucking exhausting. And like the Black Panther wave is out, which normally I wouldn't care about, but it comes with 
uh, the build of figures Atima, who is like a Namor villain. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure that's the only really star we're going to have of the character. He's in the movie and he's kind of obscure. So I can't picture them going back and making like a comic book version. Uh, so it's like another wave. It's like vintage toy biz where I'm buying characters I don't want because I want to build a figure. Right. And it's like, ah, fuck. Uh, and I've already decided I'm going to just go back and clear out my old toy biz stuff because what the fuck am I doing with it? It's just sitting in my attic. I might as well sell it. Um, so yeah, that's oh, and I also bought a Boglin at GameStop because it was clearanced and Boglin and super fun. cheap. Yeah, it was I half saw, off. I saw those. It was tough not to grab it. Yeah, I just was like, you kidding me? I can't leave this here. I feel bad not adopting this Boglin. Um, yeah. So guys, the whole purpose of this show is we're gonna take it upon ourselves, our personal responsibility, to save that beady-eyed little shit, Modi. A character that, for all intents and purposes, shouldn't exist, right? Yeah. As of as of right now, we need 3,492 backers to save Modi. Well, you know what's cool is that we have 10,000 listeners on a daily basis. So all we need like- is about 30% of our fan base to just be like, you know what? I've got $600 sending around. Let's save Modi. I don't that even want this out. place. Out. I'm going to just take this place out to Goodwill. Let them deal with it. I just want Modi. Yeah. Think, think about it. You can put him in your pocket, have a little adventures Modi in my pocket. Probably trademarked. Um, <laughs> you know, as nerds, you kind of have that test with any girl you meet where you're like, hey, look at my collection. You can just be like, this is Modi. Will you still love me? And if she's like, oh, he's cute, then you marry her. You know, <laughs> then, then, then you take your pants off. You're ready to party. You need Modi. Uh, I know people that didn't, you know, you, you want to make it through medical school? You need Modi. If you want to be happy for the rest of your life, get a girl who loves Modi for your wife. That's right. <laughs> um, Susie, that was for you. <laughs> little little musical moment sponsored by Susie. Um, totally mad that I miss Sudi. Uh, Sudi. Modi, Susie, had a baby. It's called <laughs> Sudi. Uh, I miss Susie at Blamo. I, I left 10 minutes before she showed up. Um, and I guess Dawn didn't make it. Was she ever going to come? I I don't know. I, I I didn't really hear that she was planning on it, so I just assumed she was busy. Yeah, I mean, we all know that Dawn is vengeance. Dawn is the night. Uh, so there's a reason that Grand Island has like a 0% crime rate. Is it Dawn? I don't know. But, but I never I, heard it wasn't Dawn, so. Yeah, right. you know. I've never seen Dawn and Batman in the same room of you guys? Nope. I have not. Crazy. Uh, but guys, we're going to save Modi. We're going to do it right now with this, with this podcast. We have a special word from Mo- one of Modi's very special friends, and he's going to tell you why Modi needs to exist. He needs to stop being a piece of the embossed, embossed, what's that word? Embossed? He embossed Moat on the vintage Eternia playset. He wants to play too. So we'll be right back, and then we're going to get into the news. Do you want to make more money to buy an Eternia playset so you can own Moti, the Moat monster? Sure, we all do. Consider joining the Eternia ICS with millions of Eternian boobs. 
preparing for new careers without setting foot inside a classroom. And now, at home, in your spare time, you can become a master or a new adventurer. Choose from any one of these exciting careers. Robotoing, snout spoutery, mossman care and maintenance, grizzler salons, TV and VCR repair, manet arming, mantana adjusting, grayskull and snake mountain management, or get your special degree. You can major in business management or accounting. Make the important decision for Moti right now. Visit Mattel Creations today. You also get some sort of playset, but who cares? Moti! So, guys, uh, I have a confession. <clears throat> People ask me, you know, did you go to college? And I'm like, yes, I have a college degree. Um, I have a college degree from Eternia University. Oh. So I, I got my 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 mail order Brizzler care and maintenance degree. I mean, technically it's a degree. And um, I know how to, you know, comb out the crunchy parts of his fur. Um, you know, they're an entire species. It's not just Grizzlor, the the crazed sex maniac that we know and love. Uh, you know, there's a whole planet of furry yep, beast people. I, they pay they pay very nicely for you to kind of comb out their hair. Wookies too. You'd be surprised. I'll, I got my degree in Montana adjusting. Yeah, those eyeballs get fucking tangled, man. You need somebody I, there to kind of take care of them. It's much more complicated than you would expect. A lot of sweet talking. You know, you kind of have to be a good listener. But I, uh, I, I, I tried for modulocking, but I failed. I heard it's tough. That's all. That's like a six year degree. Yeah, yeah, they don't even offer that course in the attorney ICS. That's man. That's nuts. I've heard that uh, Castle Grayskull maintenance and groundskeeping is a good one to have. Um, you know, it's it's a career. They've got good benefits. Man at armsing. Uh, you know, that mustache doesn't oil itself, man. You know what I'm saying? Snout spoutery sounds pretty tough. <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, okay, I've always wondered, do- you know, like, is that all robot head? Is there somebody underneath that helmet? Is it Get the techno virus? It's it's time, guys. Get ready for noise. Okay. Uh-oh. Josh has to feed his minions. And oh my goodness, are they? I'm I'm surprised that she's not already screaming. How are cats with peanut butter? Um, I don't think I've ever given a cat peanut butter. Leia will eat anything. It's, had, it's a problem. I had an ex that. Her method for uh, calming her pets down when they had to go to the vet, she had cats. She would either put margarine or peanut butter between their toes. And the cats hated the oil between their toes so much they'd spend the whole time licking their paws and they wouldn't notice that they were in the car and getting shots. <laughs> um, so I've always wondered, like, you know, it's it's a Friday night, you're lonely, you lay down, you put some peanut butter on your tits. Oh no! I'm gonna take care of you. <laughs> I mean, do you really oh, want that, sand, that sandpapery tongue on your on your naughty bits? <laughs> I like it rough. I mean, what can I say? I really need to feel it. <laughs> oh, this is 
this is this is not an easy task, let me tell you, because Leia is hyper and a, a black hole of food. Her her stomach is just a black hole. Yes, you. <laughs> and uh, she is also impatient. So uh, as I am getting three plates of wet food ready for these cats, she insists on jumping on the counter and trying to be the first to eat. Does she but steal everybody geez. else's food? Is she like, fuck but, the food? But if she is the first to eat, then Dr. Mew gets offended because he's the OG. So if his plate isn't down first, he won't eat. So I have to distract her long enough to get his food down and Vincent's food down. And then, then I can put her food down. And even still, she eats it so fast that, yeah, then she immediately bolts over and tries to eat their food as they're still eating. It's a, it's an experience. What time does she wake you up? Yes. <laughs> uh, no, there, there's usually a point in the night somewhere between uh, 2 and 3 a.m. where either Ruth or myself gets up and, and it's a moment of like, okay, cat, that's enough. You're going out. Good night. Bye. And we kick him out of the room. Uh, otherwise, for the sweetest reason possible... She is very insistent and will wake us up to cuddle. Okay, that's acceptable. Like she'll, but like once I'm awake and like, okay, okay, come on, settle down. She'll get settled for a minute and then she'll realize that she's not getting attention from both of us. (laughs) But she doesn't do the cat thing like, hey, hey, look at my asshole. Hey. (laughs) I mean... She doesn't do that specifically. She more does the cat thing of like, hey, 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 I'm I'm going to need you. Uh, OK, here, look here. I'm going to I'm going to use my tiny little razors on you to wake you up. Yep. Bella does that to me every day. And they all sleep in the same bed with you guys or is like Dr. Mew. Oh, no, definitely. Uh, if they. Uh, I see this is this may be hard for some listeners to believe uh, if this makes it in. Uh, But if if Vincent is at the foot of the bed, then really, I don't have room to fully extend my legs. (laughs) He's huge. He's huge. I don't I don't understand how we have two cats this size. And then there's Leia, who's grown quite a bit, but is still just this little shrimp. Little shrimp. Cats. <laughs> I, I'm just endlessly, endlessly like amused by They're, cat stores because I, I just don't have any pets. They they are they are the equivalent of of my children. And let me tell you, let me tell you, all three of them love roaming around the Lego city. So at any given point, it'll be like, why is the garbage truck upside down? Or like, why is the roof of this building collapsed? (laughs) Because just out of nowhere, they're like, I'm going to destroy this. Oh, it's cat Kaiju. 
It's it's specifically I will blame Dr. Mew entirely for this. It's Dr. Mew. He likes to try to climb onto the buildings because he wants to perch on the buildings. He doesn't pay attention to the fact that he collapses the building every time he tries. <laughs> Uh, he he used to be able to perch on top of the uh, Ghostbusters firehouse. Yeah. But unfortunately, I don't know. I honestly don't know if it's the move or if it's his consistent climbing on the firehouse. But it's actually shattered the hinges on the firehouse. Oh, shit. So it's like I have it. I have bricks strategically placed to hold it together, but it's not entirely structurally sound until I replace those hinges. And uh, I haven't felt like digging around to find the hinges since I discovered this, Uh, but he doesn't care. So it's a constant battle of like, no, 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 please don't get on there. You're going to collapse the entire firehouse. (laughs) So uh, at one point, a single building in this entire city could support his weight that can no longer support his weight. Uh. So if if any listeners are out there wondering uh, if a Lego building can support a 16 pound cat, the answer is no. (laughs) The answer (laughs) is a resounding no. Oh, and to be fair, I genuinely feel bad that I can't let him up there. It's cool. I don't know. I You love him. Let him destroy your shit. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If if anyone is going to destroy this city, it's going to be my cats and I will watch. Them. <laughs> <laughs> OK, let's uh, get back on track here. Are you guys ready for the news? Of course. Oh, so, it's fit to be news. Unfortunately, there is nothing major from Masters Universe. We've got some new artwork for Thunder Punch He-Man that features the PowerCon Snake Man and Horde armor, which I don't know if that's from some sort of like German audiobook or something, but they've got yep. it. Feature together. That was heavily hinted at, or uh, I believe that was in a uh, the rumor list for uh, an Amazon exclusive. I'll buy it. I think that's really cool. Um, I hope they come with horde heads too, though, so you can have like black armor horde troopers or snake men. Call me crazy. Uh, but I think that looks super, super cool. Other news drops today. It looks like Super 7 is doing some Ultimates Wu-Tang Sorry. stuff. Sorry, I'm going to jump in and give another piece of uh, Motu news that I don't know if you've seen yet. Oh. Uh, it's definitely interesting. Uh, they have revealed the card back for Thunder Punch He-Man in full, not just the artwork. You know, I didn't is, click on all the pictures. It's probably there. Which Please. has answered the question of whether or not he has an action feature. And... They're calling the way it's called out on the package. He definitely has at minimum the vintage like waist snap punch feature. Mm-hmm. But it like the way it's described is 
snap, he makes a thunder punch or something to that effect. Um, and it makes me think that maybe there's some, like maybe it, it clicks or snaps in a way that the, um, the backpack amplifies the sound. I like maybe totally there's some sort of sound it. sound feature in there with it. You know, I'm I just hoping. noticed too. Have you seen the snake scales on the bubble? Yes, that's a nice touch. I like that. That's and, super cool. And to to finish up the the masters masters fun news stuff, uh, Eternia has passed the ninety percent mark and is at four thousand five hundred and twenty one backers. Holy shit! Look at my nipples. <laughs> oh, um, which which means. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, uh, Eternia good. itself will be funded, and we will be on our way to just wanting Modi. Yeah. Um, what's the cutoff for King Griscoll, the 18th or the 19th? Uh, the 19th at 11.59 p.m. Yeah, it's going to, that the 19th, it's going to go crazy. Uh, again, some Wu-Tang stuff teased by Super 7. I mean, they've got the ODB, Dirty Bastard. Oh, Jesus Christ. The old Dirty Bastard ultimate coming out so it makes sense that they're going to do the rest of the wu-tang clan uh power rangers is doing some sort of crossover with cobra kai um i it's a capsule collection i'm not sure what that is if that's like minifigures or actual figures uh i don't want hasbro cobra kai shit i don't care this is like their street fighter cobra kai crossover Mm. stuff like it looks cool but i'm fine uh super seven Answered some questions concerning Ultimates Thundercats. The Lunatics are on the table, and there's going to be another exclusive repainted character. And Wily Cat and Wily Kit will be re-released again, or different from the Mattel figures, but they will be individually carded instead of a two-pack. Um, Silverhawks Wave 1 and 2 will be coming out in conjunction. And... You will not see Thundercats Reaction Wave 3 until San Diego Comic-Con in 2023. And I think that is it for news that dropped today. Now to the old news. Thanks to NECA doing their monthly, like, every day of October, we're going to have some sort of horror movie tease stuff. They're putting out more Nightmare Before Christmas figures because we don't have enough, clearly. So now NECA's coming back to that well. Uh, Not to compete with Super 7 and Diamond Select. And all the older NECA shit. So, yay. More Nightmare Before Christmas figures because goth girls don't have enough stuff to buy. And that's nothing against goth girls. You guys are adorable. Um, A new wave of Thundercats Ultimates is coming out with Snarf, Rotaro, Mongor, and Willa. Mongor is like some sort of goat Satan dude. And we all know who Rotaro and Snarf are. But I guess Snarf is like the big character of this wave there's going to be a new deluxe NECA nun figure there was one previously and now there's going to be a new one with a new face uh as of writing Eternia is a thousand votes from getting to where they need to be according to Josh um so that is many more than what I looked at yesterday uh other tiers feature Keklar and yeah right right now it's like 500 it's yeah. un, I think it's under 500 now. Yeah, it, it's going to get there. People are going to listen to this podcast and it's going to shoot over 20,000 easily um, because we're that important. Our 
thousands and thousands and thousands of listeners um, are going to just be ordering this big time. Like we're huge in Germany. We're Germany's number one action figure podcast. I'll, I'll, you can't dispute that. So I'm going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're really big in Tanzania. Um, Keklar is the super extended goal. And of course there's Modi. Poor, lovable Modi. Take him home today. Adopt him. He needs love too. You know, like I go to animal shelters and I always want to take home like the scrappy dog or cat that's missing a leg or an eye. What about this weird possum shark monster? You know, that's how I, uh, that is entirely how I got Vincent. You he was kind of, a, he was kind of the ratty looking old cat in the shelter. And by old, you know, he was like the older cat and he was like two or three at the time. But, but yeah, yeah I, don't I know, know. He, he was a charity case. I have a soft spot for like thalidomide twins that have been cut off the body of the healthier twin or, you know, animals with mange or Modi. Just me. Uh, they showed off movie Skeletor and movie He-Man for Masterverse figures. Uh, movie He-Man doesn't have a likeness, but he kind of looks like the Macy's Day Parade He-Man. If you kind of squint, turn the lights off when you're kissing him. Um, but it's definitely not uh, Dolph Lundgren, but neither was Super 7. It was kind of close, but no cigar. I don't know if like Dolph wants a lot of money for his likeness or he's just too hard to deal with. Um, and of course, they can do Skeletor because it's all makeup. Which is extra funny because, you know, he's been a big part of the 40th celebration. Yeah, it's really weird. Uh, McFarland is bringing back Movie Maniacs with non-horror movie Warner Brothers stuff. Harry Potter and uh, Wizard of Oz. I am not happy about this. Really exciting. Of all the stuff McFarland could do, they do this shit. And none of them have likenesses. It's just lazy, and they slap the Movie Maniacs logo on it as part of, like, the 80th anniversary of Warner Brothers or something. I don't know. It, it's just fucking Todd being Todd. Uh, NECA showed off the Feral Predator, which, as expected, looks cool, and it kind of alleviates my worries that they don't have the Aliens and Predator license. They do. They're just not doing anything with it right now because of the economy, and they're not really selling that well. Uh, they showed off today from Hasbro the video game version of War Machine, not to be confused with the video game like the Marvel versus Capcom version of Iron Man. So this is just a repaint of the Iron Man figure, but it's War Machine, and it doesn't come with a big cannon. Uh, the animated Grayskull, Castle Grayskull playset is out on Amazon. Haven't seen it at retail, but it's like 90 bucks. If you want that, uh, it looks cool. I haven't seen the reviews of it yet, though. Have you guys? Yeah, I watched the uh, Pixel Dan review, and Would, it it looks really cool. It it does look fun. I can't. What's going on I can't inside commit to another gray skull, but it looks fun. I mean, it looks like literally a play playset. Like there's a oh, lot definitely. to do on it. Um, I don't know how well it displays though. So I'll have to watch that when this is over. Uh, and last but not least, Mattel has released Masters of the Universe NFTs. Ugh. Because that's what we wanted, right? That's what we all asked for is NFTs of who wants to own 
a one of a kind brown triclops animated gif that they can play with NFT online. I, no fucking thanks. I've never heard that, but that makes total sense. I every time I see shit like this, I just wonder like why the fuck can't they make like a fun role playing game with all the cast of characters from Masters Universe? Is it that hard? Because they're stupid. Yeah, like, no, we, we needed a cute NFT of fucking Evil Lynn. No. What the fuck? Like, they had that app game that the minifigures were based on. That was fun. Like, mm-hmm. And it was free. I, I don't fucking know. Blah. Patel, I love you, but that's just a bad idea. Don't do that. Stop it. Let's say Stop it right now. Hasbro's getting into the freaking NFTs as well with that starting lineup thing I, people were really like behind the starting lineup like they're calling it like a premium collectible and like they have no complaints about it at all mm-hmm. um because i think that they've been like waiting and waiting and waiting for some sort of like high-end sports action figures that haven't been around for a while since mcfarland stopped doing his stuff so yeah. they see starting lineups and they're excited but i don't think they realize that hasbro is just bending them over and fucking them well, that's the just, thing. They're trying to justify it. You know, like, you oh, know, no, no, you no. Know who's behind it? Look okay. at who's in wave one. LeBron. Look at who's in wave one. LeBron. You know, man, I'm sick of him. <laughs> I'm so sick of him. Fucking ruining house party. Dick. Man, you better stay the fuck away from three ninjas. That might be next on his list of things to screw up. Oh, Stay away I hope from my so. favorite franchise, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm going to turn on the TV and like Mr. Belvedere is going to be back, but it's going to be a LeBron James and I'm just going to put a gun <laughs> in my mouth because there's nothing left to live for. I, I can't tell you <clears throat> the the amount of anger I felt when I when I was watching the trailer, when I went to go see Halloween ends and I'm seeing the trailer for this movie that looks kind of funny. I'm like, huh, this almost has a house party feel to it. And then LeBron popped up, and I'm like, wait a second. Wait a second. No, you're not allowed to be in this. And I started getting really pissed. Uh, just, wait and, just wait until the new Punky Brewster starring LeBron comes out. Oh. LeBron <laughs> is punky. You know, as funny as that would be, an old white man who adopts uh, an NBA player. Um <laughs> And Mike, I'm with you. I love House Party, mm-hmm. and the movie looks hilarious. And then I see LeBron, and I'm like, ah, come on! Like yep. Warner Brothers can't release anything, but LeBron's in this, so it's like, come on! Like, are kidding playing this somewhere? They got to have cameos. I, I think they have cameos. I'm pretty sure there's like a brief moment when they when they're panning across the house, the actual house party, uh, where where you see the two of them. Okay, because I mean, that's what I want. But right. I'm also an old guy, and nostalgia gets me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and also they announced today that Harrison Ford is taking over for uh, General Ross in the MCU. So expect, you know, Harrison Ford to kind of phone in as General Ross and just be pissed off and like, Hulk, <laughs> get this Hulk off my plane. Yeah, I can't wait for that. <laughs> uh, so everybody... Skeletor's not done. He really wants Modi to get made. He's kind of pissed off that, you know, He-Man's got Orko. He doesn't have shit. 
like does he have a cute equivalent that can push merchandise no and that's why we have to save modi orko can't get all the love he can't have all the merchandising so skeletor's here to let you know why modi's fate is in your hands we'll be right back we're going to do some fun conversations and uh buckle up we'll be right back Every hour, a moat monster is abused and terrified. Alone, hoping for someone to help. Will you be that person? Can you be nice? Hi, I'm Skeletor McLaughlin. Please say that you'll be the answer for an innocent moat monster right now, you boob. A moat monster needs your help. Go to Mattel Creations, and for just $550 plus fees and shipping, you can provide each moat monster a home with a bonus of some stupid playset thing that looks like it belongs in Thundercats. Won't you help a moat monster today? Be Moaty's savior. I command it, you boob. Now cry at the pets that need your help. Cry! Cry! <laughs> Holy shit. So, I wanted to call this Safe Modi, but goddamn, Skeletor McLaughlin is really catchy. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe Skeletor McLaughlin saves Modi. <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh god i need someone to do a do a terrible terrible digital mashup of skeletor's face on sarah mclaughlin with modi next to it instead of the dog oh please somebody if you're listening if you can if you have the photoshop skills <laughs> oh, for just a dollar a day you can help feed modi as of an angel for just five hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> you can you can feed this poor homeless modi where does he come from we don't know oh god he lives in a moat under a bridge <laughs> i'm just picturing him in the kennel that's way too small for him and him shaking with his big black unblinking eyes and his giant <laughs> mouth. <laughs> Cartoon flies everywhere. Oh, it has God. to be it has to be like Ren and Stimpy style animation, so it does like the close up and there's crust around its eyes and it's like this really <laughs> nasty, nasty creature. <laughs> like the little wiggle to the eye with the yeah. <laughs> Yep. Oh god, the opening where they get adopted. <laughs> Except it's just Modi. <laughs> I just picture like somebody going in to adopt him, you know, Skeletor, and just Modi clamping onto his hand. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, he loves me. <laughs> just Modi, like, Rah! oh, man. What's the. God, there's a cartoon where there's this pet that's horrible. So I know in Gumball they had the thing with the turtle. Uh, no, I'm trying to think. I, I'm just old and my brain doesn't work anymore. But 
Yeah, save Modi. Uh, <laughs> just him puking on the rug. Maybe I'm going back to our jokes with uh, Trapjaw adopting um, the McFarland dinosaur. <laughs> and Skeletor yelling at him like, get him out of the house! Guys, because it's Halloween, and because we're sick, demented children, did we ever play Frankenstein with your toys? Where you glue together like 15 toys to make a new toy? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yes. Because I sure as fuck did. Um, I still have a lot of them. It, it was like one of my favorite things to do from like age seven to 41. <laughs> of, I would go to garage sales and if I saw like a box of action figures for a quarter piece, I'd be like, I'll give you five dollars. I'll take all of it. And I just have like I had bins and bins of broken shit. And this is like, you know, before the Internet, I had nothing to do at night. I'd just be in my closet with like a soldering iron and glue and anything I could think of to like cobble together these horrible things because why the fuck not? It was like such an ego trip to me. I know we've kind of touched upon it on the show before, but like what are some crazy fucking things you've made out of like bits and pieces? I have well, this my is... personal favorite. Then I'll let you guys like Josh, I know you're gonna hit a home run here. Oh, no, I was just going to quickly, quickly jump in and say this is by no means a Frankenstein creature, but I was absolutely one of those people who, like, the day after I saw episode one, I went out and bought a second Qui-Gon Jinn figure and drilled a hole through his chest. Yes. I also <laughs> cut a, cut in half Darth Maul. Yep. Even though there was a really cool magnetic break apart Darth Maul later on. But um, I had picture it. This is the figure. So, Dreadnoughts, Blowtorch. Mm -hmm. The one that has, like, the hellbent for leather vest and, like, the mutton-chopped mustache. So, he looks, like, uh, very British. And he's got the glasses. Mm -hmm. His chest and head. A Night Creeper crotch. And then, from the original Jurassic Park line, Compy arms and legs. Oh. So for whatever reason, I just thought this was a great idea. And my friend, uh, while smoking a bowl in my bedroom, found him and called him Chicken Boy. And it just stuck. Because <laughs> he thought it was the funniest, goofiest looking thing. I had like a shelf of all these like awesome creations. If you know, it's basically Buzz from Toy Story. Mm -hmm. uh, and Buzz is not the villain. Not Buzz. Um, Sid. Sid, who I will, I'll die on this hill. He's not the villain in the first Toy Story. Um, you know, all these awesome creations of beat up toys. And I had Chicken Boy. It's like the greatest thing I ever made. And it took me like two seconds to make. I was just like this with this and this. This is awesome. Boom. He's some sort of weird half man, half dinosaur dreadnought. But Josh, what have you made? Mike, come on, just chime in. Okay, well. One of one of the I'm going to need Mike's help on this one because I'm blanking. Which one which one was the big. Uh, the, there were the two G.I. Joe big mutants. Oh, Bio Viper and Mega Viper. Or wait, yeah. wait was it? No, Monster Viper but, and Bio Viper. That's what it was. But OK, so I, I took I, I had two Bio Vipers mm -hmm. and one I uh, took the head off of. Uh, and I absolutely just pulled the. Uh, 
head and arms from a King Hiss snake version, like the the under snake. Mm-hmm. And I took the heads of the snakes and I put them on the ends of the uh, the top two tendrils. Okay. And I glued, glued the little snake head into the uh, into the head hole. And you know, I I used like some hot glue and I painted it around the ed, ed, edge of it so it looked like it was like there was more of a snake coiled up to cover the area that the head didn't fill. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know, I just took a a piece of cloth. And uh, and I stenciled the Cobra logo onto the back of it, so it was like a, a Cobra Commander cape, nice. and I put it over as like a giant mutant snake version of Cobra Commander. Oh, that's, that's pretty awesome! Cool. Or like Tulsa Doom. Yeah, I like that a I, lot. I think at the time I did not know who Tulsa Doom was. <laughs> He kind of doesn't get any love, and he's not going to get any love because Conan's leaving Marvel. Uh, they made him like a big bad in Savage Avengers, and they just killed Conan, and then nothing went with it. Um, I have alluded to the fact that I bought a ton of that weird potato monster with the tentacles from Star Wars. Uh, I'm a big fan of like gluing tentacles into shit, mm-hmm. and I think I've showed you guys a picture of that guy that I have. It's like a generic. 80s Rambo toy with a TV on its head and tentacles coming out of it. And yep. then I have other plastic toilets with tentacles coming out of it that I can glue arms and legs onto for no particular reason. Because <laughs> uh, it's fun. Yeah, why, why, uh, you know, like, if you've got a melted Hulk Hogan that you put in the microwave, glue some tentacles to it. Well, of course. Live a little. Uh, one of the ones that, that <clears throat> sticks out in my memory from childhood, like, I've, I've made a lot of custom toys as an adult. But um, when I was a kid, I remember, uh, I think his name was Cuckoo from the Cops and Crooks line. The like the yeah. weird oh, yeah. punk, the punk rocker dude. Well, the, the O-ring broke, you know, and I didn't have, um, I only had like the G.I. Joe sized ones. I didn't have the bigger ones. So I couldn't fix them. So I ended up taking one of those really cheap plastic skateboards that you could get from any arcade in the 80s. Uh, they were like the fingerboards, but they were the cheap versions. Yeah. I, I took one of those, I hot glued his, like, upper torso uh, to that, and then I want to say it was the engine from the G.I. Joe Devilfish. I'm not sure if that was the, if that was, but it was like a boat engine. I know that it was, it was from some G.I. Joe boat. I glued that to the back of it and then put some random cannon on the front of it, and he just, like, drove around as a weird, like, cyborg skateboard monster. <laughs> and, <laughs> I freaking loved that toy. It was like, it was like the the like a cheap knockoff of that. Uh, was it the Reavers from X Men with the tank body? Yes. It, it was like a really bad knockoff of that, but you know, in the early nineties. So that one I really liked, and then there was one that it was uh, actually it was my my first Leonardo figure that the arm broke off, uh, like it actually snapped in the socket. And what I ended up doing was taking a just a pile of green pipe cleaners, twisting them together, jamming the the stump of them into into like the open arm socket and gluing it in place. So he just had like this unraveling arm of weird bendy green tentacles. Oh, God, that's terrifying. And I love it. I used to pretend like he was mutated further and it was just like he would grab victims with the the bushel of tentacle arms. 
But I mean, it looked weird because it was this hard plastic figure with like weird green fuzzy pipe cleaners. But in my imagination, they were awesome tentacles. So. You know, the only thing I've never customized is Transformers. Yeah, I've I've painted some. I've never had enough, like when I was a kid, I never had enough to actually customize. Um, And as an adult, it's like, I'm afraid to to fuck them up. (laughs) They're they're always so expensive. Like, why would you? Right. It's like, of all the toys to fuck up, you don't fuck up Transformers. Although Uh, I will say those those Gundam pens for panel lines on them, oof, what a difference. That's just making them better. That's minor improvements. I, uh, when I was about, I think, 13, I tried to make a shit ton of Mortal Kombat G.I. Joes before Hasbro did it. Um, and I had cobbled together a few. The, the few that I had that looked really good were Kano. Uh, I don't remember the full body that I used, but it was, it was you know, it was a bunch of different pieces. But, like, two bare arms and then, like, a white gi kind of outfit. And I remember I used Mercer version two's head and I sanded off the beard and painted over the uh, like painted a, a um, the metal eye thing on. And then I had made a Baraka figure by drilling two holes in like in his forearms and sticking toothpicks in and gluing them in place. Um, so I remember like like really liking those. And my mom kind of put the kibosh on it when I made the pit. By gluing a or uh, nailing a couple two by fours together, and then putting a bunch of nails through the bottom of a piece of wood, and having <laughs> like destroyed GI Joe pieces all painted bloody, like in the pit. She's like, "Okay, this needs to stop." So I think she was worried that you know she might have a small serial killer on her hands or something. Did I guys did I ever tell you my pit story? Mm-mm. Stop me if I have, because we kind of have a tendency to repeat stories. So. I knew this was going to go here of us making zombies out of our G.I. Joes where you kind of melt and bangle a G.I. Joe and put blood on it. Uh, And we've already like discovered that Mike was the best at this because he utilized things that we never thought of, like hot glue. But I dug a pit in my backyard. Um, As I've mentioned many times, I was kind of a latchkey kid. So I took a bunch of my broken G.I. Joes or G.I. Joes that were like Frankenstein together of like bits and pieces. So, any kid worth his weight in the 80s had you figured out you could take apart your G.I. Joes and mix and match parts. But because of that, you'd always have like leftover parts from guys who were broken. Oh, yeah. And then if you just had enough pieces, you could just build a guy who's like a quilt of different figures. So I had a bunch of these guys that were just like fodder. Dug a pit, filled it with like punji sticks, tied G.I. Joes to it, filled it with lighter <laughs> fluid. So we had um, a charcoal grill, which you need lighter fluid to start we have this big like industrial size squeeze bottle so i just doused the whole fucking thing in lighter fluid and then gasoline from the lawnmower i took the i had a broken what's that black jet that they had this the smaller jet in the top the night raven so i had a broken night raven i put a pilot in it set it on fire and tossed it like a paper airplane into this pit <laughs> of gi joes that were like tied to sticks and it just went up in this fucking mushroom cloud Oh, God, that's amazing. <laughs> and it was me, my friend, and my little brother. And we were all just like, yeah, this is the best. And then my mom came home, and she was, li- I mean, as you'd expect, she was like, what the fuck? Made <laughs> <laughs> us put out this giant, like, fire pit that we had. Um, thankfully, like, after I was done being grounded, I got to go in the backyard and, like, 
dig out all the toys that were like melted. And there was some really awesome, like I got some just lucky with some of the burns and it looked really cool. I still have the head of one of them that like burnt perfectly for a zombie. Uh, but that was fun. Just, you know, I'm sorry to the core. Y- you guys died the most that day. Oh, yeah. The core always die the most. <laughs> they uh, really do. The core and the I had a bunch of this. The guy that the there's a G.I. Joe jet that got repainted in um, Python Patrol. that had like an X-Wing look to it. Oh, yeah. The Conquest. The pilot for the Conquest. Oh, God, I forget his name. Who had like his he was mostly brown and they painted the face on the head. Hey. He always had nose rub. Yep. And it was him and like tripwire really bad. I hated that. It just drove me nuts that they had these like Rudolph noses. So I had a multiples of them and they were just in the fire pit dying. Cause I was <laughs> like, I hate your fucking nose rub because it drove me nuts that Hasbro would always like whatever the majority plastic. That's what got the cast and the rest was painted. Mm-hmm. I always thought that the, the face should always be flesh tone and then you paint around it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause that, that you don't have weird paint rub. Anyway, they all died. They're probably still buried in uh, Spencerport. This like big blob of suffering that uh, got buried by my father and uh, <laughs> starter fluid, the blob of suffering <laughs> and gasoline. Also next to the sandbox that I did. Um <laughs> I did the boy who could fly and I buried a bunch of my Star Wars and G.I. Joe toys, but then neighborhood cats used it as a as a litter box. Oh, oh God. Yeah. So <laughs> I told this story. I know I have. Yeah. I, I went to go dig them up, but I kept digging yeah. up cat turds. <laughs> 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 that was funny. Who put this unwrapped Tootsie Roll here? Like, this isn't the Battle Force 2000. Wait a second. <laughs> this is just a piece of shit. I mean, it's <laughs> it's easy to mistake the two. You know, I, there's a lot of people who are Battle Force 2000 apologists. I hate that fucking line. I um, I am so-so because I I like a few of the characters. And I have really fond memories of playing with some of them and, like, doing sci-fi adventures with them. Um, but, yeah, the whole line, like, the little weird battle platform that was basically just an amalgamation of vehicle parts that kind of resembled a square. <laughs> like, that was dumb. I hated like, that. Like you're gonna do like this is one of the first build a figures, mm-hmm. and it's like assemble a futon. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like all the things to make, it's that. It, <laughs> like it's it not was, exciting. It was pretty awful. <laughs> but does it like as a kid? I don't feel the urge to go out and buy that because <laughs> it sucks. Right. <laughs> um. You know, it's funny, like my daughter, uh, I see it now, but it's like a little girl thing where she is obsessed with cutting the hair on her dolls now. And it's like, I'm not saying anything. And I, I, my wife looks at me and it's like, what? I don't, huh? She gets it from you. (laughs) But she's like customizing now. And it's just a matter of time before she's got like a two headed Bratz doll. Or, you know, she's got like her LOLs and they're doing the human centipede. I'm going to scold her, but I'm probably going to be very, very proud. <laughs> like, That's my girl. Oh, my God. I want to see an LOL Dell's human centipede now. <laughs> Maybe I'll steal some and take them <laughs> together tonight and see what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yes, I'm gonna do that. Oh my god! All you need is like some masking tape, and it'll look pretty film accurate. I've got like she's got fifty of them at least. She won't notice if like seven or eight of them are missing in the garage for a few days. Yeah. Right. Why do you need seven or eight? <laughs> okay. It's Three, the, sec- whatever. the second sequence. <laughs> uh, people shit on those movies, but I like them. I don't care. I like the first. The second like and the third fir- I hate. The first two. The third one is just boring. Oh, I hate for the me. second one. Those uh, movies just shit on each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they should have done a gimmick like a box set where there's like three <laughs> DVDs connected. Just saying, <laughs> it would have been funny. Have a little tab that locks into place on each DVD. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I can I can tie this into our show theme really easy. What do you guys think of a He-Man centipede? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yes, this needs to happen. Okay, wait. We're, you know, like we're we're pitching this whole episode to Masters Universe fans. And now we're going to push them all away because we're going to have a discussion about who in the Masters Universe would kidnap three characters. So let's just say He-Man. It would Teal be Hordak. Arms, right? It would be Hordak. Oh, yeah. Is it Hordak? Is there a mad scientist character other no. than Hordak? No, but it, it would totally be Hordak. So it would be Hordak. And he would just sew them together ass to mouth. Mm-hmm. Who's who's the front? It would be his new Modulok. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Modulok is human centipede, because you can do that. Right. <laughs> but uh. I think Man at Arms is in the front out of cruelty to the other two. <laughs> he looks like he eats a lot of meat. <laughs> I'm picturing this going in the direction of South Park. <laughs> to the cuttlefish or vanilla paste <laughs> oh I'm sorry Adam but the cuttlefish smells so good <laughs> I believe in you <laughs> oh lord South Park spoofed human centipede oh god uh, yeah yeah it was, oh wait yeah okay I've seen that never mind it was so good um <laughs> I'm sorry, Master Universe fans, but if you want a blast, you should go back and listen to our greatest Master Universe character of all time episode if you really want to have a laugh and appreciate Grizzler more than you do already. Grizzler. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe I'll just plug that episode too. Anyway, uh, guys, Modi, we're going to save him. This is like save Ferris, but save Modi. I know you're having a blast with Skeletor, but Modi as a word he wants to tell you himself he wants to pitch you why he needs to exist he needs to be a figure with four points of articulation i think maybe his jaw would be five i don't know you know they say they say seven but uh i i don't know where seven comes in maybe maybe there are articulation points that like maybe that's just a mock-up and they haven't gotten the full articulation in all right, let me hold an action figure here. So you've got hips, shoulders, that's four. Head jaw twist would be five. Also jaw, head, five, six. Where's seven? Maybe his tail. Does he have a tail? Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, so. All right, guys, we'll be back. Bodie just wants a quick word. And then we're going to do our favorite segment, the Hall of Fame. Hey, everybody. It's uh, it's me, Modi, here to tell you uh, I don't want to die. So why don't you give Mattel your $600 so I can live? You know, that'd be, uh, that'd be cool. I don't have to live in the moat anymore. Maybe I could, uh, how about I live in your mom's panty drawer? That, that sounds nice and warm and smells smells like a bed, bath, and body works, you know? That, that'd be cool. Or, uh, I don't know, it, it just kind of fucking sucks that uh, Space Sumo gets a figure, but uh, not old Modi. What the fuck? What the ever-loving, jumping shit that I do to not receive a figure? God damn it. I, I just want to be a real boy. Guys, Modi. He's, you know, and, maybe he's and- going to be our new Timmy. And just in the time span of us recording this, which uh, by the time y'all will be listening to this is like, what, three or four days ago. But still, just in the, that time span, the attorney backers have gone up 37. That's, oh. that's nothing to, to scoff at. It's like 37 and a half an hour. Uh, 37 in uh, about 90 minutes, I think. That, that's pretty great. Nice. Uh, we can take credit for that, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's all us. There, you know, people from the future are listening to this podcast and going back into the past, and they're like, you know, subscribing. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, all right, Hall of Fame time, guys. Last week we did all Clyde Barker inspired toys because it's Halloween, it's spoopy season, um, and they were all tortured souls figures and. It was all close. Like, everybody got a lot of votes, but Talisac won, who is the guy who's hanging from chains and yeah. has gross guts, and he's just kind of pretty extreme. I think it's just aesthetically, like, who yeah. people chose. It wasn't like, I like, I'm attached to this character or that character. I think people saw them, they're all messed up, and they're like, that's the one that I like. Yeah. So, um, Talisac is pretty special. Yeah. There, all pretty special. I think you can have a better argument of the ones that are forgettable, which is few and far between as compared to uh, all the characters people love. Because I could think like maybe like Suffering Bob and the girl who's kind of like a porcupine from the first wave mm-hmm. are the only ones that people are like so-so on. The rest are all classics, in my opinion. But seeing as I won, I will go first. We're going to do all Frankenstein Frankenstein's Monsters toys this week. We cool with that? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to be a dickhead and take the the one that we're probably all wanting off the table. Real Ghostbusters, Frankenstein, is the one that I want to pick. I knew someone was going to take that one. <laughs> um, that That is a good one. I had a lot of choices, but that was the one where I was like, when I think of a Frankenstein toy that I played with a lot as a kid, it was that one. I love that whole assortment of characters, mm-hmm. but in particular, the mummy and Frankenstein, I like a lot. Um, and uh, the mummy was by far my favorite of that bunch. The mummy, the Same. werewolf and Frankenstein, the mummy, because you could take his head off. I thought was so fucking cool. Yep. Um, yeah, I love that shriveled little head underneath. Yeah. yeah. It was cool. Uh, so my pick is the. Real Ghostbusters Frankenstein Fright Features figure is my pick for 
the Frankenstein toy of this week. Mike, would you like to go next? Uh, sure. I, I, I'm stuck between two, so I'm just going to pick one at random here. Uh, I'm going to have to go with the McFarlane monster playset of Igor and Frankenstein. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. That, that was my other one where I was like, I can't make my mind up which one I want. It's such a fun playset. Like, I mean, we've talked about those playsets before on this show, and I don't think there was a crappy one, a crappy one amongst them. They were all good for their, you know, their individual characters. But the the two labs that they released, the the Frank Doctor Frankenstein playset and the Frankenstein monster playset, like those two, I absolutely loved. So yeah, I'm gonna have to go with that one. Frankenstein monster playset. I lost the brain the minute I opened it up. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and I lost the werewolf set had a tiny piece, too. I think it had a brain that came out of the guy in that one as well. And like they fell on the floor and it was over. Oh, no. You know what I mean? I just lost him. Uh, yeah, I was able to hold on to that for a surprising amount of time. Yeah. I had mine up until I moved out. That's that's when I eventually got rid of those those sets, which I still regret. Yeah, I kind of want to go back and get them. I'm sure the, plas- the plastic on them has deteriorated something awful by now. Yeah, it, it's it's McFarlane. <laughs> no, you know, they they actually those ones held up really well. I still have um, a grin. It's missing a ton of pieces, but I still have a couple of them. Uh, I still have that first Frankenstein one. Do not have the brain anymore. Um, but no, the the plastic quality on all of those held up really nicely. So if you pick them up, they should be in good condition. Oh, nice. Okay. That's good to know. Josh, uh, can you, you know, I was, I am, I am also going back and forth between two, but I'm going to go with my gut on this one and go with the classic Remco three and three fourth inch Frankenstein's monster. Yep. Nice. Uh, it was between that and the uh, Burger King Universal Monster Light Up Frankenstein. Oh, nice. Honestly, my other pick was the Monster in My Pocket Frankenstein. Yes. Oh, uh, you know what? It also would have been a good choice. <clears throat> Big Frank. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I never had it, but it's awesome. I think our younger listeners, you know, reminisce about Big Frank. Um what other Frankenstein toys are out there that we're missing? I mean, there there are a lot of them, you know, like, I mean, obviously there's the the plethora of collectible universal Frankensteins. Um, that have there's been also the uh, Mezco, uh, what was it, uh, Silent Screamers Frankenstein? Mm-hmm. Yep, that, uh, which would be the Thomas Edison version of Frankenstein. It's really cool. Um, God, there's like, hundreds and hundreds of bendy frankenstein toys that got made yep that there's the, everybody had one of the ninja turtles frankenstein oh, um, yeah. o- old and new um there's the um whatchamacallit the the freaking trying to remember the company that put it out but they, they put out like that collection of mini bobble-headed universal oh, sideshow the uh, little side big show, yes frankenstein. yes I remember they had the, my wife had all those. The Posers Frankenstein, which was like expensive back in the day. And now it's like $2,000. Mm-hmm. And it was like a two foot tall, bendy foam, little big head Frankenstein. 
Do you ever see that? No, I don't. I don't know that one. They made that. They made. I want to say the Wolfman and maybe Creature from the Black Lagoon. <clears throat> but they were like a bigger version of a little big head with like a foam. They're like a foam rubber with like a wire armature so you could pose them. But even nice. back in the day, they were like 90 bucks at Toys R Us. And I remember just being like, I can't afford this. This is awesome. And I cannot pay for it. You know what one we're forgetting that we've talked about on this show? What? The Mighty Max Frankenstein Lab. Oh, damn. It came with Shit. a little Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. That Josh, was, was there really any mad scientists? Frankenstein stuff? You know, I don't think there was any ever any real Frankenstein stuff. It just had the feel of Frankenstein. Okay. Wasn't there a Tales from the Crypt Keeper Frankenstein figure? God. Am I remembering that wrong? No, I think nope, there was. I think you're correct. Because I know I didn't have it. I only had a couple Tales from the Crypt Keeper figures. But I, I felt like that they did like a Dracula, Frankenstein, mummy, all that. But They did like it was like Gargoyle? A zombie? I just had the Crypt Keeper. Yeah, I had the Crypt Keeper. And I'm trying to remember what the, <clears throat> I know I had another monster from that line, but it might have been like a zombie or something. I just remember getting two of them for my birthday one year from an aunt. <laughs> yeah, I was <laughs> a little awesome. too old when those came out where I was like, I'm too cool for these. And I never picked them up, but they were cool. Yeah. Was okay, there any well, anything Frankensteinish for the uh Tomsylvania line? Uh no. There's like Dr. Franken or something. No Dr. Wait, you know Vic. What? You know, let me look. Oh. It would be an episode of Boogeyman's Closet with out a long preamble for no reason. Because I got you that one. I think there is. Um, we're also forgetting about Monster Force. You guys remember that line? Oh, yeah. Uh, Spinal Tap Phil is the name of the Frankenstein for Tusylvania. And he's available on the first website I clicked for $9.97. But he looks pretty cool. His head pops off the top of his head, and he's like a wind-up. Oh, that's fun. Very odd. Man, that whole line is odd. Yeah. But odd in a good way? Uh, maybe. It's um, odd in a way. <laughs> odd like this odd episode. So let's wrap things up. If you're a odd new like listener. like Skeletor McLaughlin. That's right. If you're a new listener to the show, if you join our Facebook, you can vote on the Hall of Fame choices. And every week we have like the next following episode, we'll have the winner of the Hall of Fame. So your vote counts and it's just for bragging rights. And the winner goes into the imaginary Hall of Fame that maybe someday we'll have this giant museum of gold plated toys that have won. Uh, and if you're curious, our largest winner ever was Skeletor. He had the largest win margin of anything we've ever done. Um, but every week we each present a monster toy or any kind of toy. And the fans on the Facebook page pick the winner. And that's how it works. You know, so, here's here's a question for you. Could could Trapjaw be considered a Frankenstein toy? You know what? I think you could. Yeah. OK, yeah. Just had to throw it out there. Throw out one little Motu thing. Yeah. Do you want to change your 
No, no, no. Rem, okay. Remco. Yeah, I think Trapshot kind of deserves to win on his own. Yeah. Because he's a winner. Of of the trap jaws, who's the best trap jaw? Um, you know, I gotta I gotta be honest. I'm a huge fan of the Origins trap jaw. I I like the fact that you can bend that arm. <laughs> it's not just a straight arm. Yeah, yeah, that articulation that's a lot. Um, I mean, trap jaw is my favorite Masters character. I, 2000X trap jaw. That is a gorgeous design is my favorite and i'm still mad that he's only had one figure um i i keep hoping and waiting for somebody to be like we're doing it we're bringing him back and they never do uh i'm guessing because you know he's like an entirely new sculpt uh and that's why you know but i would love it if uh somebody patel i think he'd be good for uh masterverse if you really want to go crazy i think a Masterverse 2000X Trap Shot would be really cool to look at. But that's just me. They never got to it in Classics, and it made me mad. So uh, that's the episode for this week, guys. Uh, we're going to have, I think, one more episode for October. And then we will be back in November with kind of our regular build-up to the holidays. So if you're a new listener, thank I, you. I believe the uh, the next the next episode, uh, the episode in November that we come back with will be in, in itself a very special episode. Agreed. That's right. Every episode is very special. But this one in particular will be plugging um, Pikmin stuff, and maybe it'll be live. You never know. So uh, we'll be back. It'll be cool. Don't worry. Thank you for listening. This is uh, Mike saying play with your toys. This is Josh saying something or other about Masters of the Universe. Go buy Modi. Go buy Modi. Save Modi. 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 Save Modi. For the love of God and all that's holy. Sweet jumping Jesus on a pogo (laughs) stick. (laughs) That's a good monster. Now everyone go buy a Modi. Modi. Creepy.com on the World Wide Web. Must I say it again? Did you not listen? Count Creepy. C-O-U-N-T-K-R-E-E-P-Y. Ah.